Yeah. Hey guys, Joel here with Backwoods Brothers, and now you can hear me, and I'm with Mayor Drinkwine, <laughs> standing in for Tony. Yes, Tony is, is out and taking care of some very, very important business today, um, and so we have uh, Mayor Drinkwine, or Sean Drinkwine, filling in for us. As you know, he has hosted with us many times before. And uh, we have a good show today. Well, yeah, we have a really good show today. I don't know if all of you have been paying attention on the TV there, but good old Johnny Depp just took it home on Amber Heard. I got to say, that was a nice uh, trial. Uh, it went for a lot. You know, you know uh, but I, I think the real reason why that's made such a big impact it was actually uh, kind of covering up the Durham trial. That's that's true. That's true. It gave us to something that. to keep our mind on, huh? Yeah, rather than actually, you know... Um, you know, paying attention to the big things that are actually affecting stuff. You know, yeah. like the you know the Durham trial. That's the, that first person who was actually dealing with. Um, they're the ones who uh, kind of created the fake dossier, um, the whole Trump's Russia collusion that was false. Um, and so they've been getting in trouble there. And there's been some you know good evidence brought forth, including I believe that there was evidence presented at one point. Um, I think it was actual testimony too that basically said that. Yeah, there was a, a a piece something that the DNC actually um, had put together for it. Yeah. So and that's a summary, of course, of what was actually said. But then I saw something that where the judge had actually thrown that out because of the way it was presented or something. I did see that. That was kind of strange. Yeah, I was trying to read about how it didn't make sense why. And I mean, I've heard a lot of court stuff recently, and the the reasoning behind it kind of sounded like a little bit shady to me. Yeah. Well, you know, with all the things we got going on right now, you saw how they're talking about that shooting uh, that happened down in Texas, and they're bringing guns right into that. You know, instead of talking about mental health, which this kid suffered from, we're gonna we're gonna take away the Second Amendment, take everybody's guns, and we're gonna hide them. Oh, oh exactly. <laughs> or how about this? Talk about the fact is that they they actually have red flag laws down in Texas, yeah. and they never you know did anything about it. They didn't apply yeah. the law or nothing. They just you know just basically let them buy the guns and everything, sure. despite the fact that he had those mental health issues. That's right. And, and then yeah. and then you had an officer issue where you had the officer sitting outside the room for an hour. Now, you know they had to hear the shots, right? Oh, yeah. So what are they doing out there for an hour? Well, yeah. I, well, they're here. They were out there for 45 minutes before they went in. And I think it's what they... Yeah, 45 minutes, I think. There was once where that was actually the tactic is you wait for a SWAT to get in and then the SWAT moves in. But like years ago, they changed the tactics across mm -hmm. the U.S. for school shootings. When you get there now, you go in. You don't wait. Exactly. Because exactly. they will kill people. Honestly, yeah. They're not there to, you know negotiate for hostages and money and things like that. Yeah. They're there to kill people, and exactly. they're going to kill people as long as you wait. So they change those tactics all across the U.S., and apparently this this these guys didn't get the memo, or they're just too scared to go in. And I love officers. Don't get me wrong. They have a hard job and everything, and I yeah. get that, and they want to go home and see their they want to go home and see their family at the end of the day. That's right. That's but, but the at the same time, they also chose that job, and they should be step, definitely They stepping. did. And we depend on our officers. And I, I know our officers here work real hard at keeping us safe. So I find it hard to believe that in that situation, they sat back and took a standby for 45 minutes. It just it just kind of blows me away. Yeah. I mean, I just it, it just it baffles me a little bit. And, I mean, they at one of the, uh, the supervisors said on camera is, like, they were – well, if they had rushed in, they could have lost their lives. Well, there were well, isn't kids. that our job? You know, yeah, isn't that the job there were, there were kids in there literally being shot. Yeah. Kids. Yeah. And and that's the thoughts. I mean, I don't know if that's just what the command was saying yeah. or what the officers were like wanting to go. They, we don't we don't get to talk to them and see what their actual thoughts were. But yeah, yeah it's 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 pretty messed up. Uh, we have a bunch of people have already put, loaded us with comments. By the way, sorry about the initial false start there. Um, if you guys haven't noticed, the, our background is quite different. Um, we 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 have actually uh, over the weekend. We went through um, those who know locally. Uh, this studio is actually out of our garage. And uh, over the weekend, we actually went and we st literally stripped everything out of the garage, into the whole studio and everything, rebuilt the studio bigger and uh, better. It's still like only forty percent done, <laughs> but we 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 have built it. We built it up two different rooms now. Our production is in its own room. The studio is in its own room. Yes, we it is. Uh, put more sound matting in there. 
and we put some some you know basically major uh, um, major upgrades in, into the area. And so the with that being the case, it's a lot of work in a couple days. And so the rest of the week we were trying to rush to try to get everything done and stuff. And we were literally wiring down to the minute before the show started. <laughs> Well, yeah, I got to say, I was a part of that whole rebuild thing, and I got to say, you had a lot of people out here. I mean, <laughs> I there must have been 20 people here putting this thing together, and, and I got to say, that's a heck of a following uh, on your part and your show, so I really appreciate everybody coming out to help Joel, my friend, and Tony here to get this studio up and running, because without this kind of information out there, we'd be in the dark a little bit on what's going on. So. Uh, exactly, exactly, and it's we, we have a great group of guys out here, and thank you to everybody that came out and helped with that this weekend, and it would not have happened without you guys, and um, so we'll, we'll put some shout-outs and maybe some links to, we had a couple of uh, Couple guys own some construction companies, of course. You know, Whitney Signs is who you're you're with is yourself, and you know they're out here doing some things. And I mean, they had this great. They had this thing donated to us right here from Whitney Signs. Uh, it's a great, cool little uh, flag we got here. So shout out to them. Um, but here, some people said, uh, uh, "Hi, uh, how are you? I'm at the gym. What? <laughs> what is?" Uh, how can we afford to live? Brandon doesn't care about the inflation or gas prices or anything. Why would he? Those p- politicians are wealthy. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I do want to talk about the whole uh, the whole point of this, the uh, the Obama-Biden affair. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit here. Let's <laughs> get to that. Um, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, enjoy the gym, <laughs> you know. You can join us from the gym. So, um, oh, it says, uh, hire Mary, drink wine, and Joel. Yeah, I saw that. You forgot out this little part right here where it says, Joel, your belly is showing crazy. So I, I know, know I, I try to fix it. He's going for it. that hillbilly thing. You know, you know I, I was gonna I, I was thinking about just tearing it open and doing like the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Next time let's bring those buttons down a little bit so we can get that hair belly going. Yeah, I you know, I, I fixed it, hopefully no one noticed, but apparently it wasn't quick enough. <laughs> Um, anyways, it says, uh, uh, yes, he did go, go Johnny us from earlier when he, yeah. And oh, someone says we love you, Tony. So, and then, uh, we love you, Joel. And, uh, of course, you know, we love you, Mayor Sean. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it says, uh, Kelly Dowling wrote in here and yes, it looks wonderful. And I had a blast. See, she was part of the gang out here. Mm-hmm. So it was good to have her out here. I always enjoy talking to her. Um, but it was, it was a blast. It was good to get out here and do something fun like that to get the studio, what you see. If you were here right now, you could kind of look around and see what we got. And it's, it's beautiful. It's so much better than it was. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And like I said, it's, we have, uh, like we, like if you've been in the studio before up above us, to give an idea, yeah. we had like an open ceiling kind of, it was kind of went into the attic and the, the, the acoustics up top were kind of junk and. Um, there was wires running this way and that way, and it's kind of the wires are kind of running that way and this way right now. Yeah, but yeah. because they're just kind of quickly put up, but we had wires in the ground and it was it wasn't the best like for for Tony who was you know can't see really see well yeah. um, in the dark, and so he was tripping over stuff, and so we we got that out of the way. It's a bigger, wider studio, which you can't see. And out to uh, my right here, we actually have a change where we could adjust in a, a quick, quick movement. We could be in a um, sitting in chairs in a whole different background for ourselves. And we're going to have a green screen going up soon. We're going to have a full palette wall for uh, stand-up recording if we want to. We have a whole slew of things we can do here now. And it's quick adjustments and changes once the whole piece is together. Yeah. yeah. But like I said, we, we still got a lot to do. Um, and it, it's it's a slow-moving process. We got it up and going. But, yeah, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be real good when it's all 100% done. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to have some uh, – some new sponsors join us and uh, That's right. yeah so if you want a business and you're watching us we are looking for sponsors and just so you know if you're joining us from across the u.s we do obviously have u.s across the u.s reach um so and uh like even we had a, a post go viral recently and reached over uh, 1.2 million people and still growing yeah and i'm going to be a little shameless here for a minute because for those of you who are wondering it's coming up again for the mayor to be reelected. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're out there and you like the way your town is going along and you, you want to keep your streets safe and your people happy, it's time to make that choice again on who you'd like to be your mayor. And I'd appreciate your vote when it comes time. So that's my shameless moment, and yeah, I love yeah. all of you. You, you, took, you <laughs> took it out of my mouth. I was going to do it right after we did your uh, your commercial. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I had to throw it in there. Yes, definitely. Vote vote Mayor Sean. Uh, you'll start seeing the things coming up uh, soon here, and that vote is in the general election in November. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yep, yep. And don't forget, definitely, you got to get out there and vote. It's oh, yeah. It's so oh, important. yeah. Not to mention we're coming up on the 4th of July, people. So if you're well, – hold on, I'm losing a mic here. <laughs> if you're like me, you love the 4th of July and you love America for everything it stands for. So knowing that it's going to be forthcoming up, the fireworks are going to be open again. So, you know, people will be able to, to light them off in their yard and enjoy the night and have nice barbecues and get their family together. So all of you, I encourage all of you to go out there and celebrate this 4th of July. We've had some down years and we need to get back on track. We got we got several years of uh, patrioticness to yeah. that the word patrioticness. We yeah. got several years of patrioticness to uh, make up for. We're going to make up for it on 4th of July. Hey, but like you said, uh, I would recommend putting off in your yard. I mean, unless you want to, you know, do a burning or do it in the driveway. <laughs> the driveway. <laughs> I mean, hey, maybe, maybe some people, you know. Well, up in my house, I mean, it's like a sky show. Everybody's got those big rockets around my house. So. Uh, yeah, well, it's actually, you know, it used to be like, oh, man, we had the big fireworks show. Let's watch those. Why is everybody else doing them? Now it's like, I appreciate those because you don't have the big fireworks That's show right. anymore. That's right. That's <laughs> right. We got depend on them now. Yeah, so we want you to enjoy your 4th of July. We want you to come out, everyone, and and just, just make it the best you can because, like I said, we've had some down years, and it's time to get back on track. Yep, and uh, just remember, be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't want to make, you know, have something happen where, you know, we're, we got fires and stuff again. So definitely just do it uh, do it safe, have fun, but be yeah. safe. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so, um, yeah, we, uh, we, we had something on our, our front of our stuff here, and um the the whole biden and uh obama biden affair uh so if you've been paying attention a little bit over the last few months with biden and obama um you you'll you'll notice uh that uh whenever obama's around biden suddenly becomes like the the back little monkey and the little monkey with the little Chung Chung's in the background, or kind of oh, sits yeah. on the shoulder. Oh, yeah, it's a puppet time. Yeah. And and then the <laughs> pup, the puppet master, as you just use your own words, puppet master seems to be the Obama. Mm-hmm. And that, it, it was usually they do a pretty good job of trying to not to make it so evident, but it was extremely evident. Uh, it was uh, about a month ago when Obama came to the White House, yeah. <laughs> and a, and Biden was like this little puppy in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody just kind of had their own circles. And you ever you ever see like the um, kid on the playground? It's like he's just trying to find the group to fit into. Oh sure, and sure. Nobody will let him in. He's just yeah. kind of kicking rocks down there in the cold, bummed and sad. He's trying to hey, can I play, guys? And it was yeah. like you know, get out of here. That's kind of he's, he's that's, a slow, sad kid on the playground. That's right. That's right. Well, and, you know, it's kind of like the last time we saw him. He's with the Easter Bunny. He looked like he was going to have a heart attack. We see him with a bomb, and he goes deaf. So, you know, it goes to show you his his power. Well, um, I mean, he even called himself during one of the speeches um, the vice president. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, you know, it's been a little while since that was the case. But uh, the, here's the thing is um, you kind of knew what was really happening there if you've watched early on. Because there was a point where, you know, obviously Obama endorsed Biden at one yeah. point. Yeah. But he also said things you can uh, never underestimate uh, Biden's ability to f crap up you know yeah and so um by you could see where he wanted him to get in there because he knew that you know where biden's was going and i think people were uh, from the biden administration have more respect for obama than biden so you know who's really kind of pulling those strings sure you do sure you do and uh and it's sad because and but at the same time it's not sad but uh biden is the little puppy that's put in the kin- the kennel and is obedient to yeah. puppet master. So yeah, well, you know, I think this whole country suffered enough. I think we need to get back on track. We need to get a president who's got guts. Well, yeah, think about o- uh, Obama. He he wrecked a lot of stuff when he was around, but there's things he wouldn't do because he was the front face for that. Mm-hmm. But now that Biden is the front face, mm-hmm. he's. You know, Obama, you know, is pulling out all those stops and pushing everything he can. Oh, sure. That he sure. did, that he wanted to do when he was sitting in there in the previous eight years, but he couldn't do it. But now he's kind of got the, everybody's ears there, and and he's, I know he's got Joe's ear. Oh, yeah. So, a, a backroom president. Yeah. And so, <laughs> Joe's taking all is a punching bag yeah. for what you know Biden is pushing. Uh, I mean, uh, for, for what Obama's pushing him to do. And so, yeah, it's, this is, we keep saying this is the Biden. No, this is what happened. You know, this is the Biden, the Biden administration. This is the 
this is, you know, this is the legacy of Biden. Well, it's not just the legacy of Biden. We knew he screwed up things in the beginning. This is the legacy of a of a democratic uh, regime. When Democrats have full control, you want to know what that means. This is what it means. Yeah. yeah. It's it's always been higher gas prices, higher inflation, less job, the lower lower employment. Yeah. Um, higher taxes. Well, I've seen it several times. Yeah. Exactly. I know this is not the first time we've seen this, right? Mm-hmm. We go back. But, you know, it's like this, that, that ghost hunters I watch on TV. That's how I look at the Biden administration. You know, <laughs> you, you believe in the ghost, but you've never seen one. You know, it's like you believe in the president, but you've never seen one. You know, it's kind of the same thing. And we're all looking for that. We're looking for leadership. And right now, we don't have it. Our oh, country exactly. is teetering on the verge of major things. And I just, I feel for everyone, including myself, because I have to suffer through this president. Oh, exactly. You got, you got, it's, it cost me 150 bucks to fill my tank of diesel, you know. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and just a, just a few months ago, I could fill the whole thing for under 100 bucks. That's it. And I mean, you got to drive your side truck, your sign truck around. That's That's, right. that's got to cost you a pretty, pretty, pretty penny there. It does, but you know, in that, I won't even charge more for our signs. I charge the same prices I've been charging for years. Yeah, that's the thing is, most companies they raise their prices, and that's everybody right. else feels it. That's right, but I can't do that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think it's from being the mayor. I've understood that I'm not going to stick it to the taxpayers, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't do it in my sign business either. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and that's why people say, "I, I want you to be my mayor. Uh, I, want, I want you to be my mayor of drink wine." Yeah. And um, I appreciate that. So that, that's what someone says on here. Um, you know, but uh, speaking of your sign business, um, there are so many things that you do out there. Um, I mean, just the other day, you were telling me how you did like what eight or ten uh, trucks in like a day or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I had trucks. quite a few. Um, you know, because we're all hardworking independents out here. You have loggers, you have dump truck drivers, you have just about everything under the sun, and they don't work on a, a Monday through Friday. They, you know, they're working all the time, so they call us out, and we come right out and do it, and. You know, I think that's the way we have to look at things now. We're all trying to stay afloat. We work all the time. We don't have time to sit back and wait for the next day. So I think I take that same uh, click from everybody else. You know, if they're willing to work, I'm willing to work. We're going to be out there working as hard as we can. And I think that's what made Estacada what it is. Well, uh, exactly, exactly. But, you know, we've been talking about your sign business and everything else. Let's give everybody a chance to see what that is. Sure. Uh, we have a video here for them. All right, great. Let's take a look at this. Maybe maybe we have a video for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we don't, we'll ad lib. Time to ad lib, boy. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, it's part of the you know we we got the new studio. Half our buttons aren't working on our little on our little control board. So That's true. Usually, That's this true. is where we insert the uh, video for. Whitney signs, great stuff, and they have a nice little truck to drive through. That's and right. Else, and You'll hear our horn and our happy little smiles come up your right Yes, way. and then at the very end, you know, it goes through and shows you, quickly showing your way through the tying truck, and then you get to the very end, and at the very end, it goes, it kind of shows you the how to call and the contact information there, and That's then right. you think, when well, you think it's over, That's then right. it comes back and goes, boop, boop. That's right. That's, That's right. right. That's a good, you know, um, outlook of my commercial. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You sound like the little uh, VW bug that pulls up. Boop, boop. That's right. <laughs> uh, by the way, someone says, but you already got our vote, uh, LOL. Yep. You, you yeah. are, you're the one that gets out and gets involved in the community. Yes, you do. You you are, like I said, you, I mean, you can't have to help me, but outside of that, I mean, I've seen you out there digging in yards, cutting stuff, uh, helping to feed people, get involved in thanking the, uh, the firefighters. I've seen you during the fires, get involved with the relief center, staying up late, making sure people that were evacuated, that you that they were taken care of and had a place to go. People were being fed. Yeah. Um, there's this one thing after during the ice storms, you were out there helping to clear roads and cut trees and drag things out. Power During the power edge, you helped deliver generators. There's just so many things that people don't see you do that you've been involved through like the ECW and through just by your own accord. I mean, you. I think during the one of the, wind, the, one of the ice storms, they tree fell on your, on your neighbor's house and you that was were, up above me yeah, yeah I remember when you were, you were out there, out there yeah. cutting that tree up and everything else and yeah i mean there's so many things that people see you don't see you do but you were out there in the community doing them so because yeah. you don't you don't ask for the recognition so well, no and there's a lot of there's a lot of facets that go with the mayor i recommend anybody that ever wants to run for mayor understand that the right kind of mayor the mayor that runs in your community it's a 24 7 job 
If you think you can go in there one day a week and, and be the mayor of a city and everything's going to be copacetic, you're fooling yourself. I go home at night. Uh, every night I go home, there's something else I forgot to do or somebody else I forgot to see or somebody else I forgot to help. I don't just stop thinking about it. And I think that's really what you have to look in in all your politicians these days is the fact that we ought to expect the same out of them as we expect out of our mayor. I'm willing to do the work, and I don't get paid. They get paid, and they should be doing the work. That's their full-time job. They should be definitely yeah. out there. So it's so. time to put that same request on all those politicians out there, and I think that's the part we've come to that I was talking about in our society. I think it's time to draw that line in the sand and say, hey, you work for me. You're my politician. Act like it. And we need to stand up, and we need to make that heard. So I think if you're out there and you're voting this season, put it to them. Put it to them once and for all. To, to, to take five minutes and uh, and learn about the candidates you're voting for. That's right. There, there's That's a right. there's a voter's guide you can find online. Learn a little bit. Learn a little bit about who you're voting for, and don't That's just right. pick a name because someone told you. Voting is one of the is one of the few rights that people have and. Uh, uh, like that's one of the rights we have and actually one of the responsibilities we have as a U.S. citizen. But right. a lot of countries don't get to vote. They have dictatorships and oligarchs and things like that, mm-hmm. and they don't get to vote. It's they, They're told this is who is in charge of you and you have to accept it. Here we get to at least put a vote in and we get to vote for our some of our laws. We get to vote for some of our uh, – we get to vote for our leaders. We get to vote for a lot of things. That's right. And so when you have an opportunity to vote, know what you're voting for. Understand the actual information in there and understand how this can affect you and and put the work in because it matters. Because what you choose, when you are not happy with something, it's because of the way it was voted in. Yeah. If you don't like your leadership, you have an opportunity to change it. That's so, true. Someone says here, the 2nd and uh, 3rd of July, ECW has a huge event. Second is first responders dinner and auction, and the third will be a big, huge carnival and vendor show event. Well, that so, sounds like a lot. Yeah, of keep, keep an eye out for that. That's going to be a, a really big one. Uh, we'll be putting some stuff out there for them throughout the next uh, next few weeks. Good, good. So, um, so Obama actually came out and described in full detail exactly how he will have his third term. Yeah, actually, I haven't seen that video, but I've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I have no doubt that's sitting back there. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, hey, Mayor Sean, you got my vote for sure. Want to run for president afterwards? <laughs> hey, if I thought it would make a difference, I would. If I thought they'd let me through the front door without taking me out, I probably would. <laughs> hey, they let a guy run in there with a knife. <laughs> Remember that. Uh, so uh, for president, Mayor Sean, LOL. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, well, somebody's got to do the job. We're at that point. So... <laughs> Uh, yes, I agree. Uh, Obama is whispering in Biden's ear. Yeah, yeah and I think Biden enjoys it. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. I think he does. Uh, yeah, Obama's whispering in his ear, and Biden's uh, get, get a nice little sniff. Well, what do they call that? Sweet nothings. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what yeah. do you think's happening in the picture I found there? <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's that illegitimate, illegitimate child we're going to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So someone says, "Wow, Brandon thinks uh, uh, inflation is a good thing." Well, yeah, that's the thing. Did you actually hear hear this conversation? Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, inflation is just a joke. The way they're inflating our prices right now, you can't. I mean, I walked into the store the other day. We're talking two and three dollars more than I was paying, you know, uh, less than a year ago. So for me, inflation to this extent is dangerous. Like oh, I said, we're yeah. on a teetering on a line that is just not right. I mean, you've got gas prices soaring through the roof. You know, for all those loggers and truckers out there that are paying that price. Uh, you know, where do we look at, you know, the people? We've stopped. Uh, our president has stopped focusing on the people and started focusing on his wallet. I mean. Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, well, I mean, he's he has got an out-of-control border. He's got a – he's trying to start a war with Russia. He's got um, he's got a energy crisis. He's got a food crisis, Including baby formula and stuff. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got a fuel uh, a fuel which we'll talk about the energy prices, um, and inflation is is running away. And it didn't help that eighty percent of the uh, the uh, the funds, like eighty percent of the printed money in existence today for the United States, is not worth the paper it's printed on. Well, no, it's, <laughs> it was printed in the last two years. Yeah, yeah, eighty percent of the money, physical money out there today, yeah. was printed in the last two years. Well, and then we give forty billion dollars to. Ukraine. Well, Ukraine, according to what I understand, with the war is losing. So where's all that money going? 
I, I don't even know. <laughs> I couldn't tell. It's, well, it's going to go. It's going to go to Russia. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got people in the street starving to death, and here I am sending $40 billion to Ukraine, and they don't even have a government anymore. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. And don't forget, part of it is also for uh, for them to learn English. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, make sure they, you know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I, I love the people of Ukraine, and I think they're strong, and I think what they're going through is hard. But I think sending money to a country that doesn't exist anymore or that's being overpowered by a dictator is not the uh, right thing to do with the taxpayers' dollars. So for me, when I look around and I see people starving on my streets and families have barely cut it, and we're sending that kind of money overseas, it just, it, it really irks me. I well, just Exactly. I mean, th this is the same type of stuff they were screaming about when we were at war with, um, we were at war in Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. Yeah. They're screaming about, the, oh, you're sending all this money over, you're spending all this money, and, you know, you're spending 10, 10 20, 30 billion dollars just on things, right? And here he is, he's spending 40 billion dollars, 20 billion, and it's like, he's it's not just 40 billion, he's spent, he spent more money over yeah. than that, and he's, he's, he's spending all this money over there. Where are they screaming for it now? Why, why are they not screaming for that? Yeah. It's the same thing. They're doing the exact same thing. It's just, oh, he, he, first of all, he screws up Afghanistan and gets a bunch of people killed. Oh, yeah, and puts a... Puts the people that we fought for twenty years. Yeah. Puts them right back in power. Literally yeah. within weeks. Yeah. They're back in power. Yeah. I mean, the, you you want to you you know I wish I could play this guy for chess for for money because I'd be a rich man. <laughs> um, it's like the guy has no tactical awareness, no understanding of, of strategic. He does. I mean, I think in order to be in charge of our in charge of our military, there should be like a requirement of you to be able to qualify under some ability to have a tactical understanding of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree totally. And, and you know, when I was growing up, um, the president is somebody you respected. You respected with all that you were. And if they had guts and glory, they were the kind of man that stood up there and you wanted to be just like him. Now I look at our president and it's the last person I'd like to be. And I can't trust him. Well, here's the thing is, um, up until the Afga Afghanistan incident, um, the... I mean, I was willing to accept. I still think that there's some problems with the election. I'm not going to go into that. Yeah, yeah. But I was willing to say, okay, fine. He has the election. He's the president. I'll, I'll call him that. But the minute he made the choice that he did in Afghanistan yeah. and basically spit and pissed on all the graves and left with uh, the most important piece, and I could get by all the other stuff. It's a call that to make or whatever else. The one thing I can't get by, the one thing I'll never get by, is the fact that he left Americans in that country. Yeah. He yeah. left Americans in that country. And the, the minute you did that, I'm sorry, he, lo he lost the ability for me to recognize him as a president. Yeah, yeah. I get I, you. I, and that's a big one. You know, exactly. with all the men and women who serve in our country and put, through, put forth everything that they have and support their families, the last thing you want to think about is them left behind. I mean, I can't think of that. That's that's uh, Exactly. I mean, there's a reason why the, there, we have been able to say all these years that we have never left an American behind. Mm-hmm. But when he did that, he pissed on the graves and pissed on all the sacrifice for all those hundreds of years. Yeah, and we can never again say that we 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 will not leave it a uh, leave them behind. We had we had uh, retired or retired and um, ex special forces spending their own money and and getting arrangements to fly over there and take their own ops, their own missions. Yeah. To go and get people out, yeah. When our own government wouldn't do it, yeah. And there were so many ways you could have done it so much better. And the thing is, we were spending a limited amount of money, we had a limited amount of troops, and we were holding the entire country. Yeah. He didn't have to change anything; and it would have been just fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely I mean, right. Yeah. So, anyways, we, right. we could get into that all day long. Oh yeah, Biden's a full time job just putting up with the man. Um, but that aside, I think. Uh, what do you think of this COVID thing? I mean, <laughs> COVID's creeping around the corner, and now we got monkeypox riding on the back. <laughs> I'll tell you, I've about had it with that. Uh, I was watching a show today called MacGyver, uh, the new one. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, uh, I was watching, there's a scene in there, and they were just about the CDC. And uh, I had to check the date on it because I was like, they're like, oh, the smartest scientists in our country <laughs> at the CDC, you know, yeah. like, they're talking about, they're talking about how, oh, this. This uh, this virus we got they got lost and it could cause a pandemic and the, oh they were using all these words I'm like oh man this this had to come out after COVID right yeah it came out a year and a half before COVID existed oh really and it was almost playbook <laughs> by playbook I'm like did did they watch this before they made up COVID or something well, like, obviously COVID actually exists exists I'll admit COVID's existed 
But it was it could have been played up more than anything else. By the way, um, monkeypox. They're making it sound like it's magic. It, we've obviously heard of it. It's a big old yeah. thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've had ten deaths in the entire. It, I don't think it's, it's just the U.S. or the entire northern hemisphere. It, it, it was it was very. Uh, it's very very small. I mean, the the, the flu uh, normal flu season does way more damage. Sure. And so, but they're they're trying to scare everybody with the monkeypox. Oh, box. you don't you haven't heard? We we don't have flu anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, flu left us. It's yeah. all different versions of COVID. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, I, I tell you, every time, it, it, you know, we sit, we, we think about the economy starting to get a little bit stronger. We're going into summertime. Everybody's happy. The sun's out. Everybody wants to go out and make money. And then the minute I, I turn on the TV, the first thing I see is, uh, you know, another Democrat who got COVID. Yeah. And they're out. Well, you know the new strain with the lung, right? <laughs> the, the Dumas. Oh, is that what it is? Dumas? Yeah. D-U-M-B-A-S-S. Oh, oh. The Dumas. Dumas. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm about fed up with that. So, um, but I, I think if we just, uh, you know, do everything we can to keep things going positive, and we're there. Like I said, it's summertime. I think uh, with Fourth of July coming up, if everybody gets patriotic, and we all stand together. There ain't nothing that can tear the people down, right? This country's Damn been straight. through it many times. So the country is the country, nothing without its people. That's right. That's right. So, we got to keep that in mind. And if the people stand together in one direction, there ain't nobody. Else, there ain't nothing out there that can move them. That's right. So uh, it says Obama and Biden are doing exactly what the rich folks who recently met in Switzerland want them to do: destroy America, create new world order. It's all listed in the agendas. Yeah, I'm sure it is. That's right. One big agenda <laughs> that predicted it about two thousand years ago: the Bible. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Obama and Biden's ear. Uh, why Biden keeps fumbling his words. Now he is pandering to the Asian communities. Oh, yeah, he's just looking for his next paycheck. Oh, yeah. What a joke that is, huh? <clears throat> oh, it's a joke. Oh, it's, everything's <laughs> a joke with him. So, and my, another issue. My, my ear thing keeps popping around me here. Uh-oh. It, it is, I'm telling you guys, it has been a fun day with technology for me, I think. Brandy, bro, during the thing, Brandy walked under a um, under a, a ladder. I said, don't do that. No, and she walked under a ladder. Nothing happened that night, but now it's all coming to... Dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Will does? Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're blaming on Brandy over there. She's going to turn us off here in a minute. Yeah, she has control. I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, you know, with everything going on and the food prices and stuff, I've heard a lot about uh, um, a lot of restaurants that have been actually really struggling with um, with it as well because their food costs are going up and they're trying not to raise their prices, but sure. sometimes, you know, there's been a few that it really had to. And uh, one restaurant owner right here locally, I know that's really fought for, she just had to raise her, price, her prices just recently, but she she fought so hard not to raise her prices on stuff no. and she ate a lot of that until she couldn't do it anymore. But um, that here is down here is Hitch and Post Pizza. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Hitch Hitch yeah. and Post Pizza is absolutely amazing. They've been a yeah. great su- uh, supporter of our show here, and um, they're just really a great supporter in the community. She's always been involved. She's a she's hosted DCW, um, Back to Blue events, or yeah. I guess not Back to Blue. It's a uh, uh, First Responder Appreciation Day. Val is probably one of the strongest women I know. That girl can get it done. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I wish she could run for president. She she'd kick butt and take names. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, she dude, she got she got in uh, in government. Oh man, look out! Look yeah, out. yeah, the world's changing right there. She's so. the kind that tells you how it is. So that's and kind of person. She I'd love puts to have that her. right into her business too. That's right. She so, does. She does. Um, I, I don't know if we actually got a video for her. We can see. Um, if not, then I'll have to talk about it. All right. Do we got a video for Hitch and Post coming up? It's also not working. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. It, it might be that the uh, that the videos are muted on the yeah. on the screen there, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so Hitch and Post Pizza right here locally, uh, located right here in Estacada. They have great prices, great pizza, and they have a really fun family dining room with lots they of do. games in there, mm-hmm. including they have a bar attached as well with pool and uh, and video lottery and lots of uh, lots of really really good fo- uh, fan fun for the family and for yeah. fun for late night. Stop yeah. on down, check out her. She has a dill pizza down there. Oh yeah. Um, I hear it's really good. I haven't I haven't had the guts to try it yet, but I hear it's a lot of really good. So um, if you get a chance, uh, swing on down there and try to grab yourself a a, a, a pie for the family and uh, have some fun. Yeah, tell them Backwoods Brothers sent you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's some questions on here. Um, it says that they're uh, they're limiting stuff like they're limiting baby formula. Um, oh. Someone said, that's so true, uh, Mayor Drinkwine. You're so awesome. Uh, you, Joel, Brandy, and the community or watch, uh, watch, uh, community watch team does. 
you uh, you you'll rock. I meant uh, the federal government is rich. Um, I'm sorry, I should have been more specific. Please forgive me. I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> Whoever's doing that, you are cracking me up, y'all. Yeah, no, I love that. A little exercise while they're telling us how it is. Yeah, keep, like, keep being entertained, right? That's right. Uh, so, someone says something out there limiting uh, ba- purchase baby formula. Um, it says, we are struggling. He spends $42 billion to other countries in baby formula to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And it says stores are limiting the purchase of baby formula again. So. Yeah. No, these are all definitely things we ought to be concerned with. I mean, like I said... Our country is at the verge of a major change. I mean, we the people. Yeah. You remember that statement? We the well, people are pissed. We the people are done taking crap. So, you know, I think we're going to stand up. We're going to make ourselves heard this next election. And I hope all of you out there will step out and get it done because well, it needs to happen. They're already, they're already trying to queue up for their playbook from two, two years ago. Yeah. What they did during their playbook. And don't, uh, if you're in, if when you're hearing across the country in different places right now, don't, Pay attention because you don't want them to do this. What they're going to do is they're going to do exactly what they did last time. Just before the election, they queued up COVID, COVID in 2020. Mm-hmm. And they started making it. It started slow, started slow, kind of like monkeypox is. And it quickly ramped up right before the election. And all of a sudden, they locked everything down because of COVID yeah. for the election. They, they, they wouldn't, let, uh, wouldn't let observers in there. They You had to vote funky and there's everything by mail and all these problems. And it made everything really shady for the election. A lot, a yeah. lot of fraud to come in there, and they're gearing up for that again right now. But we, the people, need to stand our ground and say no. There won't be lockdowns. We will vote yeah. the way we want, and we're not going to comply. Well, this mayor isn't going to lock down, so I'm. Yep. I'm not going to ask you to. So they're going to have to come and arrest me and throw me in jail. Damn straight. I'm right there with you. I think I think a lot of people in this whole this whole yeah. this whole. Well, our, our economy can't take it. Exactly. One more shutdown like that, I'd lose half my town. I, I can't do that. Well, you, you know, one place that probably would lock down happily and, you know, this is the way that they're doing it, just so they can go out right, would be Portland. Yeah. So, um, and there's been a big thing that's kind of going across yeah. right now. And it's actually been a question. And um, it, it's kind of funny because some people, I guess, don't understand the <laughs> phrase, but it's called, don't Portland my esticata. Oh, you got to love that, huh? Yeah. And to the point where they've actually, uh, the city has taken surveys. Yeah. To see what this actually means to people until they get a better idea. Um, and, and I, I think it's pretty clear. I figure you would <laughs> think that. I mean, take a look at what's happening in Portland. They're they're skyrocketing on prices. Their yeah. crime is out as is crazy. They they don't they don't enforce laws. They um, they have like I said I don't know if I mentioned the taxes. Oh yeah, yep. it's dirty. They don't deal with the homeless. Drugs on the street. Uh, drugs in the street, yep. Um, the schools are dealing with CRT and all the other crap no one wants. Sure. And um, they, the families are, people are, are businesses are, are running from it. The families are running from it. They're, they're having a massive drop in population because they're moving to the outer ones. That's right. Um, they, it's all about BLM and all this other, you know, uh, equity crap. And instead of focusing on the thing, the problems at hand, which includes economics and making sure you have, you know, strong, a strong economy in there sure. and that you're thinking of both sides of it, not just one side. And equity is probably the most racist thing I've actually seen out there. It's not equity. You know, some people don't know this and, um, it, the difference between equity and equality, equality is where everybody has an equal chance to get to the to get you know to get to the end end sure, goal sure. to kind of create their own end goal. Equity is where you give somebody more and somebody less, so they can all end up at the same place at the end. That's What's right. not about that's not what America is about. America was never about all getting to the same place. Mm-hmm. It was all about equal opportunity to get to the end the uh, to get to the end goal you desire. Yeah. So if I desire to be a multi billionaire. I have the opportunity to get there. I may have to work harder than some other people, but I still have the same opportunity. But if I if I want to just be a simple average Joe and you know have my three point two kids uh, kids and a dog and have a white picket fence and just a standard job and make my eighty thousand a year or whatever, then great. I have that opportunity as well. We all have different opportunities, and it's what we choose to do. America has never been about where. Everybody is going to try to end up being that, that you know, we're going to get you to that $100,000 or whatever it is that they want to get sure. you to. Sure. And if you're already there, you don't get nothing. Yeah. 
even if you worked your way to get there, you you don't get you don't get nothing. But someone who decided not to work hard at school or work their way up there, we're going to hand it to them. That's equity. Yeah. So it, it, there's equality versus equity. I'll never, I'll never agree with equity. No. I will always stand against the equity piece. I will agree with equality. I want to make sure that everybody has an equal chance to get to the same, the same end goal. This country is built on hard work. Exactly. The idea that we could dismiss this and say, hey, you know what? I'll give you a townhome all because you deserve it. Really? You know, we fought for this country. It's a hardworking country. We all get up very early. We go to work. We come home. We feed our families. And we love who we are. That's America. Maybe. So the idea that we're willing to give people, such as Portland, a free ride and tell it it's equity. Equity and inclusion. It's all about sharing. Isn't it? No. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. And, <laughs> I mean, those those type of things. And it's a lot of the problems that they have out there is based upon that core central idea of goal of equity. Equity is a socialistic idea. Yeah. And by the way, socialism in, in, has failed in more ways than people would admit. And people go, oh, well, look at Switzerland. They're doing great. Yeah. Yeah, some things are great. Mm -hmm. But they also have a lot of other problems. They, they do have high crime. Yep. They have a high murder rate. They do have a lot of drugs. Yep. You know, there's a lot of people that aren't happy with it. Yeah, and this isn't even really, I mean, you could look at this a couple different ways, but I don't think it's even political. I think it's chaos. It's chaos at its highest form. Destruction of our world as we know it. You know, everything that makes us who we are. We are a country who always got along. It didn't matter which side of the fence you were on. You know, we cared about each other to a point where we were willing to, you know, have barbecues with our neighbors, play in the parks with our kids, and nobody ever questioned that. Now, you look at somebody the wrong way and they get uptight. You're fighting with everybody you run into on the street. What kind of United States is that to you? It's uh, not the one I love. Exactly, exactly. Um, some things people are saying. Right, let me catch up on some of the comments. Um, so someone says, uh, hey, guys, um, the left wants to take, our, uh, take AR-15s. What are your thoughts? Um, you know, I say come take it. I, I'll return one bullet at a time. <laughs> no, um, you know, I, I personally haven't got when I got one because the uh, mainly because my, you know I have to share my pocketbook with my wife. That's right, and that's a that's you know that's a higher purchase than I want to do right now, and I put my money into the show instead. Yeah. But um, I I say hey, you know, an AR-15. Honestly, I was in the military. I carried a uh, uh, a M4 carbon, sure. which is basically an AR-15, and. That one we had, uh, we had single and we had burst, and then we had safe on the little selector switch. That's right. Um, I can tell you on, yeah, when you pull the burst, you go bub 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 bub, um, and then there's the single bam 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 on. So that's a that's a single rifle. Yeah. But here's the thing about that, I can I can I can raise the rifle and go bam 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 as fast as I can pull the trigger. It's gonna go out until that till that till my magazine is empty. Yeah, you can replace it. And we're good to go. Well, um, you know this whole gun thing. I mean, you got to look at it a different way too. I mean, here, here I am. When I was a kid, I went out shooting just like any kid did. You know, um, uh, and it was never an issue to me. I never carried a gun in my life. I never felt like I had to. I do now. And this is the first time in my life I'm ready to go out and buy a gun because I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. And you want to take that right away from me? That to me is is everything this country did wrong. And the idea that we're going to sit back here and say, okay, take our guns, make us docile, we'll put up with whatever you feed us, and glory to you, is not the way it's going to happen. Well, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the big thing is a lot of people say, oh, well, you don't, we, you know, what's the thing that Biden always says? Um, you, you don't need that because when is a deer wearing a flak jacket? Yeah. Uh, what is that? that? <laughs> That's Who even says that? I know. It's, <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, but it's this so you know a uh, a pistol can uh, if you have a, a Teflon coated uh, full metal jacket in your pistol, which you know basically it's it's not like a hollow point like that. You can actually have pistol rounds that will penetrate body armor, but and you can fire a pistol, okay, that can fire just as fast as an AR-15. Yeah, and um, a, the. The thing is that they that people are so scared because it's it looks scary. Yeah. But a pistol could be just as dangerous as an AR-15. Well, even the kid that went into the school didn't he have body armor on? Yep. So he was already equipped, mm -hmm. right? 
So the idea that we can't have a gun that may have that to take this guy out because well, what? He, he, I mean, <laughs> th there is no better um, argument, honestly, than what happened in, in Texas because obviously, like, oh, well, you don't need it because you can just call the police. Well, first of all, you're defending the police, but we'll go to that. But wasn't it the Border Patrol who actually came and saved the day? Uh, it was a <laughs> it was a Border Patrol TAC team. Well, yeah, that actually yeah. entered the school and took care of it. I rest but my kids. Here's, here's the thing: is you can't call the police because apparently the police will wait 45 minutes outside the crime scene waiting. That's right. And so That's you right. you can't count on them. And even if you could, most crimes are committed in a matter of minutes before the police ever arrive. That's right. Someone's right. coming through your front door. You don't have time to wait, especially an investigator. You don't have time to wait because sometimes you may not be an officer right right there. And so, again, we're going to bring this right back around to don't Portland our Estacada. Exactly. If we're out here in a rural city like Estacada, we got to wait for an officer to get here. And then we got to wait for him to decide whether he's going to enter the building. Don't you think we should have the right to carry our guns? Damn straight. <laughs> uh, someone says... Uh, the, they can shove it, uh, wanting to take guns away where the sun don't shine. Uh, someone also agreed with us earlier from equity is not equality. Um, yeah. uh, Portland doesn't care about minorities and the poor and middle class. Look at uh, what they force them to live with. Yeah. They don't. Uh, th that isn't caring to me. I agree. Um, yeah. The thing is, it's sometimes uh, caring about somebody is saying the hard things and holding them to a hard standard. True. And... When it comes down to the people living on the street, they they need to hold them to a hard standard of, hey, either A, you go out and you get treatment, or B, you, uh, you, you, you know, you have to leave the area, um, or C, you go and you choose to go into one of the homeless shelters, or, you know, last one, D, you, get, you find a way to get yourself off the street. Sure. Now, there are specific cases where people have mental health and things like that, then they should be helped to get into a, a care facility. Yeah, but the thing is, there are now. Now this is this is people argue with me all the time on this one, but I've looked the statistics up again. Um, and recently, there are last I checked, there are sixty eight hundred beds in this in the Portland area for homeless. There are like twenty thousand homeless, and you're like, oh, well, there's more homeless than beds, right? Yeah, they have more beds than people want to take them. Yeah, because most of those homeless are homeless by choice. Or homeless because they don't they're doing drugs and they don't want to stop the drugs. Yeah. So building more beds means absolute crap. Put it towards the programs to get them stopped and making Drug it legal. Treatment. Yeah. Oh, no brainer. Making it legal doesn't help. <laughs> the thing is, they just took away all the the penalty of doing drugs. Yeah. It, the penalty of doing drugs was forcing them into treatment. Yeah. They're they're seeing they 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 were so so wrong because of the way that they it, the things have gotten so bad now. That they feel like, oh, well, this new measure passed is going to make it so the, the penalty is not there, but there will be more money to get people into treatment. That is no, such a joke. It, it, went, it nosedove, and it hasn't gone back up. It, it has been so bad. They were so wrong. Yeah. It's like everybody told them you would be. They were so wrong. And it's caused massive problems, and it's caused the, the, drug, and the drugs and the theft and the violence and the deaths. Through the roof. Through through the, the, yeah, through the I roof. I heard a, a thing on the news the other night. We were the third. Um uh, city on the list uh, for danger of being shot. Mm -hmm. Third, not Chicago, not any of these. Good old Portland. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, we were, we we're. I know I checked a few polls. We were the top ten. We were in the top ten. We've we've bounced a few times to different polls, but the top ten worst places to live in America. Yeah, and the and first. I think the, the top ten to live in. Yeah, the first few months. I think we've had thirty-five shooting, deadly shootings. Already, and years only half over. But yeah, hey, you know, defund the police, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so, that's a smart um, thing. Someone says, uh, I agree. Uh, yes, don't Portland our Estacada. It's bad over there. I do food deliveries all uh, all over there. It's awful, filthy, burnt cars, garbage everywhere, and porta potties. Sounds like Mexico to me. It's a nightmare. When I do Grubhub, I hear uh, gunshots too. Ugh, we don't need another Kate. Tina Kotex needs to go with the clown brown. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Um, I tried to avoid going to Portland. Someone says uh, this evening is another uh, in another group. I saw several Estacada folks talking about their gas being siphoned, uh, things stolen, etc. Yeah, I saw something about that. There's uh, four cars hit recently for siphoning gas. So make sure you're you're paying attention to your vehicles. Try to park them where you, they can't get to it easily. Watch for your catalytic converters. Hmm. 
So there's been a bunch of those. Uh, and just so you know, we've brought on more law enforcement here in Estacada. So we're just about up to full service. Yep. Um, and you're still getting people siphoning, still breaking into cars. And you're going to get that. The pushback from Portland and Gresham, it's going to happen here. We're, we're going to have to deal with it. We're trying our best to do it. And the talk is going around the county. So they, I'm putting the pressure on as best I can. But um, we are looking into ways to, to calm it down. But right now, it's just so dangerous out there. I mean, they, they, they find just about anything. Keep in mind, there, there's two sides to this as well. There's a, what the law enforcement can do and yeah. things the city can do. But it's not all on the city of law enforcement. If you're leaving um, valuables in your car, you're not locking your vehicle, you're parking it in dark places, you're not taking normal necessary precautions to make sure that you're a hard target. Yeah. That doesn't help law enforcement. They can't solve the problem for you. You've got to take responsibility for it yourself. Okay. And so people need to be doing these things to make sure that that helps increase, make themselves a hard target. Yeah, well, I got one on here. When when I had to go downtown to Portland to get a, a, a hop card, I saw a dude crapping next to Starbucks in Pioneer Square. Now, that's the epitome of the downtown Portland area. When you can take a shit on the sidewalk and nobody gives a crap, and literally... <laughs> that to me is the epitome, and I, I'm sorry, I can't, I personally can't <laughs> even think of dealing with Portland on a regular basis. I, I don't know how they do it. Well, I we, really don't. We went down to do a filming on there, and we saw this uh, this person. I guess the lady just kind of pull her pants down and just start peeing on a on a uh, pole. <laughs> See, that weird. just gets me. That you know, that's about the worst. I I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Uh, so, so do you remember when a person tried to ban long guns in Estacada? No, I sure do. I was on the uh, council then. Uh, yep, I remember that. And uh, it didn't, didn't really go too well. No, that's like telling well, that's, every hunter yeah. that they can't have a rifle when they go yeah, out. Yeah, that, that's something I wouldn't stand behind. So. No, I would that, that, that was something that would need to go to the vote of the people, and other people wouldn't stand no, behind either. No, no. <laughs> so. We still have a vote here in good old Estacada, and the people stand for it. Exactly. And I've seen them get riled up. You don't want to piss them off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I grew up in a black neighborhood in Portland. The parents and grandparents did not want the crime, the drugs, the violence, and the gangs running the streets having to worry if Junior's going to make it home from school that day. Yeah. it's yeah. Um, It can get pretty bad out there. I mean, it's been bad in the past, but, I mean, if you look at some things in the past, those look great compared to what it was over the last couple of years. I mean... We had riots in Portland that we had that could have been stopped uh, should if the if the DA would have prosecuted and the governor would have allowed federal and, and other help to come in. Those riots would have been put down within a matter of days. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Instead of them trying to burn the federal building with prisoners and guards and everything else. No, I think we we hit a crucial point where we had the choice to call in the national guard. And I don't know if, you know, Trump came up with the idea. I get that. But, you know, this isn't even about Trump. This is about what we should have done. At that time, martial law should have been imposed for that area because of the circumstances. We allowed something to get so out of control, and we justified it. Mm -hmm. They justified it in Portland. It's that's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's not just us, too. Someone here said that reading Pennsylvania is getting bad, too. Yeah. I mean, it's and that's a key, key thing to make to identify is it's not just, not just Portland. It's not just our own small town, but there's small yeah. towns, and and different places all over the U.S. and primarily in Democrat-run states. I mean, you can physically look at these and see them where the problems are. They're primarily in Democratic-run states. Yeah, and that was definitely Democratic-run cities. Yeah, and that's you can. I mean, it's that's not opinion. That's fact. Yeah. And you can see that. And I mean, look at Boston, for example. Yeah. Boston has more deaths in crime than like um, Laredo or uh, New Nuevo Laredo, which is the Mexican side of Laredo, or um, the Rio 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 Grande, I mm -hmm. think it was. Not Rio Grande. Um, good God. Rio de Janeiro. Um, and some of the other ones that they actually have travel advisories for the U.S. citizens to not go there. Yeah. And the crime and murder rate is higher in Boston. Yeah. Than those places. Yeah. Where's the travel? Where's the advisory not to travel to Boston? Oh, you know? well, that's, and that's the thing of it, too. I mean, you look, and, and the idea that the United States has gotten to this third world type setting in most of our cities, to me, is, is just unfathomable, number one, mm -hmm. and unacceptable, number two. We as a nation stand together as one. 
And unless we stop this, it's not going to stop itself. And you're right. There are rich politicians up there who think they have the right to take away your rights. Mm-hmm. We need to remind them they don't. Well, I think one of the big things is, uh, Sean, is that there's is that there's a massive disconnect from the people that are sitting in those positions to the actual people that are out here. Yeah. You know, as a city councilor gets a gets a chance to connect with people, mayors yeah. get a chance to connect to those people, so they understand what's going on. You know, and there are some good uh, county commissioners that take the effort to get out there and connect with people to understand what's going on. But once you start getting higher than that, it's rare, extremely rare to find that level of leadership that is connecting with the with the populace yeah. and understanding what's really going on, what they want. And, you know, they don't even take the chance to reach out to the mayors. To the small town mayors, to the maybe maybe as far down to a, I mean as, uh, maybe a you know down to a county commissioner, but definitely down to the mayor. I mean, if the people over and um over and the, in Congress, federal Congress, not just state but federal Congress, like our representatives, Sean yeah. Bills, the Senate and the House, if they took a time to go to the states that they represented and call and had a, had a maybe a few times a, a few times a year a sit down with the mayors. Not not the county commissioners, not the governor, not the state senators, nothing like that. The city mayors and have them there maybe once a quarter. Sit down for a day. Ask them, hey, what is going on? You know, have a whole day for it. Ask them the question. Oh, don't, you, yeah, don't get them talk. You're going to find this kind of funny because somebody said earlier, well, Sean, why don't you run for president? Well, you know, I'll tell you something. If, if you want to change the rules of a politician, change the way they get there. My theory is you shouldn't be able to just go out on your first run and say, you know what, I want to be in Congress and get voted into Congress. Mm -hmm. Or I want to be the vice president and get voted into vice president. I think you should do the time. I think every politician should have work from the bottom up. Start it as a counselor in a small city or a big city, whichever you choose. Mm -hmm. See how the politics run. See what the people want. Listen to the people. Do your time before you step into an office like that. So you understand what it's like to be there. Exactly. You know, and I, I think if we started doing it that way and our politicians, we'd have a lot more honest politicians and they'd be doing the work they're supposed to. Yeah, group that with term limits, too. Yeah, term limits. Term limits. Yeah, yeah, 40 years in Congress, sorry. Bye, bye, yeah, bye, yeah, bye, there bye, is bye, a bye. limit to anything, right? Yeah, term, term limits in, in Congress. Here's the thing that's really messed up is the term limits in Congress and term limits in the Senate and things like that. Those require them to vote it in. Yeah, that should be something that can be proposed from a state, like a state governor or a state, maybe as the state senator or something like that. Should be could should be able to propose a bill that forces a term limit for a for a congress like for the federal parts of it, not the state congress, not the state senate or the state house, but the federal house and the federal um, the federal senate. Yeah. So, those the the state should be able to dictate and say yes, there's term limits on those guys, yeah. not them. Yeah. Because they'll ne- why would they vote it in against themselves? The same thing should go back to when there is a when they want a raise, when Congress wants a raise or something, they shouldn't be able to vote in their own raise. Yeah. What should happen if they want to get a raise? That should come from the, all the states. Yeah. All the states should have to vote, like the state senate or the state house, or something along with that. Should go back to the or back to the people. Yeah. Put it to the people. Should, should Congress get a raise? Oh no. Let's see. Uh, we we've we've been we've been um, you know broke out here. We have inflation is is as high. We don't have food. We um, people aren't making it out there. And uh, oh, the uh, unemployment side because everybody doesn't want us to work. Yeah. Um, let's see. All these all these things are happening. Oh yeah. Let's give our Congress a raise. No. How about oh, this is about to be a country shutdown. Or hey, all these problems are here. How about we. Don't give them a raise until those problems are fixed, until they can learn to work together and find a solution, right? Yeah, I think that would be a fair way to do it. And I think politicians at the end of the day should be more worried about the people than the paycheck. You get into politics for one reason, mm-hmm. one reason, and that's the people. Damn straight. That's who put you there. That's why you're there. Exactly. So that should be the end goal, not the amount of money that sits on that paycheck you receive mm-hmm. or that country that gives you little kickers. You know, and we know a few that have taken advantage of that. 
This is about the people. We got to get back to that form of government. And we've lost it somewhere along the line where we think we have to put up with this and we don't. How about this one? How about their pay is based upon the approval rating? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think that would be the way to do it. If you get 100% approval rating, you get 100% of your pay that month. Yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah. you get, you get, get you. 30% of rating, you get 30% of your pay. That's right, based right. upon the people. Here's the other thing. I think it should be um, if you're if you're in Congress where you make you dictate laws that affect the markets and things, you should not only not you or your immediate family – um, or anyone you have a, a, a solid connection with, business, anything like that, should not be allowed to train in the stock market. Yeah. Or if they do trade yeah. this, if your family, let's say your husband or your kids can't trade in the stock market while you're serving. Yeah. And if you have friends, uh, family, friends, things like that, you cannot make a financial exchange with them for like two decades or a decade later or something like that until after you're out of Congress. Well, that's the thing, you know. They've been investing in the stock market and not the people. That's the best investment there is. Yeah, you want you want to you want to make make money in the stock market? Follow yeah. Pelosi's trades. That's right. She's on there, by the way. No more Pelosi's and chuckles. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, see, uh, we have to back the Republican nominee for Oregon governor. Says the real Republican. Do you support Drazen? Um, if Drazen uh, was was selected as a nominee to run for it, I'm going to back. The Republican nominee, and actually, I, I you know, there's Christine has some things that I may not 100 agree with, but I mean, she's not a bad candidate. She's yeah. got a lot of good things about her too. I mean, everybody, every candidate had some good things I liked about him. Yeah, they did. You know, I, I heard some things about Drazen who who may have done things a little backwards in some cases, but I gotta say, if if she becomes the nominee, I'm gonna stand behind her because we need change. Exactly. And I don't know about you, but for Estacada, she came through. Damn straight, she did. She did. She, she I, was, I went with her with my woes, and I said, Christine, I need money. I, I've got, I, I, we just had a fire. You know, the fire department needs this, this needs this. And she came through 100%. And I got to say, I'm one of those people that if you ask me who I'm voting for, I'm going to ask you, what are they giving to us? What are they giving back to the people? What are they doing for the people? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do they listen? Do they care about the people that they're yeah. serving? Yeah. And I, I can say, I mean, during the during the fires, we had a handful of uh, representatives show up, but there's only one representative that actually, well, actually there's two of them. We, uh, we had two, well, one was a candidate. I don't think she, she didn't get elected. Um, one was a commissioner. One was a representative. Thank That's you. Right. One was a commissioner. That's one right. was a representative. Thank yep. you. Yep. Um, but the, uh, Christine was the, was the representative who rolled up her sleeves and actually worked. Yep. The, she didn't just show up to shake hands. She actually got involved and she spent, she spent part of the day there doing, doing work. Yeah, and then um, the or another representative uh, who is now actually just uh, I think she was just on the ballot, um, and that is uh, oh my goodness, my brain is help me out here, uh, producer. Uh, good golly, it's coming to my head. Um, it was just on the ballot for who? What for governor? Oh. What yeah. are you talking about? Oh my goodness, my brain just went. Dead. I'm so sorry. Let me see your name. Johnson is an independent. No, 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 no. She was out. She was out here, and she helped us a lot. Are you talking about Tootie? No, Tootie actually came out. She did pretty good, too. Um, nope, I'm, I'm going to get her name here. Bear with me uh, for a second, guys. <laughs> oh, jo- Joanna Harbour. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, she, yeah. She, came out. She, was, she was a candidate at the time. You forgot Joanna oh, yeah, Harbour. I'm so sorry, oh. Joanna. We, we love you. And my brain went blank, and I couldn't. <laughs> I was thinking about you. Just your Joanna, you're awesome. You yeah, are awesome. My, your name just wouldn't come to my head for a minute. So I'm sorry. Yeah, but, yeah, but she, got, she got out there, and she worked, and she, she, put her, she got her hands dirty because she cares about the people. That's right. And those are the type of representatives we need, of people that actually care about the people and not just give them lip service, but give them hand service. Like, I mean, I've already mentioned you being there. You run as representatives. You, like, got your hands in on a daily basis. Well, yeah. We wouldn't have had. But Joanna, I can tell you, because I've worked with her for years on many different groups, and she's one who definitely gets her hands dirty, and she's not afraid to say what's on her mind. If she feels like we need to do something, she'll tell you you need to do it. Exactly. And that's the kind of politicians we need. Guts and glory, right? We need politicians who will go up there, stand for the people, no matter what the consequence. And at the end of the day, if they get taken out, oh, well. They're there they to do the, the job. Exactly. And that's the thing is people need to be so, so uh, those representatives need to be Stop worrying about are they going to be there tomorrow? Yeah. They're only there because the people put them there. That's right. And if the people overcome right. in the majority and say, "Hey, we don't want you there anymore," yeah, then bow how gracefully and go That's back it. and do what you're doing. Grace is everything. Exactly, because it's the people's choice. It you're is not the there by choice. your choice, but not by your power. You're yeah. there by the power of the people. That's exactly it. 
And when you start to forget that, that's when you're ineffective. Exactly. And that's when you need to be removed. Yeah, that's right. I agree totally with that. You know, and there's a lot of legal ways to do that. I mean, uh, people need to understand that they have the power. If they don't agree with representative, they have the power to change it by either A, right. voting, that's right. or if you absolutely need to, you can go through and do a recall. Yeah. yeah. So um, we've talked a lot about a lot of things tonight here, Sean. We've talked about... Uh, <laughs> we've the, made the gamut. Oh, yeah. We ran it. We ran We talked about, the, you know, don't Portland arrest Cato, what that means. We talked about, uh, you know, the, the trial between um, Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Turd. You betcha. Yeah, Amber Turd, the Me Poo movement. <laughs> that's, right. that's That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> that, just the image of that scares me. Uh, yes, there's an image on our on our Facebook there uh, at Three Together. It was kind of funny. The, sh the shitting. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now you had some good posts on your thing lately. I gotta say that thing's been skyrocketing. Uh, yeah, um, we we uh, t Tony has an, an eye and a knack for picking those. Yes, he He's does most of them. So I give him direct credit uh for picking some of those hilarious ones uh well one of my favorite one so far has actually been the super the superman looking thing of biden that's right that's yeah right. that one's kind of those ones cracks me up so. yeah, those were great those were great i have to say i love those posts. definitely if you guys don't know what you're talking about you guys can scroll down if you're on facebook now or you can jump over to facebook if you're on youtube or if you're on our uh, podcast you can uh Jump over to our Facebook or backwardsbrothers.com and get to the Facebook that way. And scroll down and see all those posts we're talking about. That's right. Um, and if you are watching this and you have not yet, please take a minute to uh, like the uh, like our post. Share it with your friends. Um, get people out there. Let them know that we're out there. We are on Spotify and Apple I, uh, Apple Podcasts. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. We have our, our website, backwardsbrothers.com. And if you really could, if you could take a minute to go on there, we are uh, we have some merchandise on there you can uh you can pick up and purchase there at uh, different Backwoods Brothers gears, and we have the uh, Pissed Off Patriot line that we've um, been working on some pretty cool stuff for. Uh, Brandy's been saw some of the things I was working on, um, and uh, once I get those done, I'll be having those things up there. Uh, it's there's some pretty there's some pretty cool stuff uh, that will be out there, and it helps to pay for the upgrades to our studio, which yep. are very very expensive and take very a lot of time. expensive. <laughs> and like yeah, and between Sunday and uh, Monday of the holiday weekend, of the forty-eight hour period, I was working like thirty hours straight of it. <laughs> oh jeez, jeez, that's yeah, I was, it was I was so tired at the end of those days because usually I, I'm as you saw earlier, you know, it's six hours that's right, because that's right. I sit for work. I don't. I'm not. I'm not one of the, the guys who get there. I mean, I can do it if I need to, and, and you know, but I don't pound hammers for a living anymore. I've I got myself into a career that I do a lot of sitting. I need like a treadmill or something, but yeah. And so I, I just, uh, being on my feet all day long is I'm not used to it. So it wears me out. Well, just know that you have to support the Backwoods Brothers because if you got to have a place to get information, this is the place to get it upfront and personal and they bring it all to you. And it doesn't matter how it affects them. They're truthful. They bring it out there. They get the ideas out there for you and they try to come up with solutions. So we got to appreciate them for that. So thank you. Uh, definitely. And so, hey, remember guys, uh, be safe. Uh, make sure you guys are keeping yourself a hard target. Lock your doors, turn lights on, have cameras. Don't leave valuables in your car. You know, report suspicious activity. Make sure if you have a crime happen to you, do report it because it helps um, if you look out for your neighbors, you know, if that's, it's all about the community and, um, I brought in, come on down again. No, he's, and, he's uh, undressing uh, here, right here for you. So this show is quite, <laughs> quite exciting at times. So, anyways, guys, Hey, thank you for joining us tonight. Don't forget to catch, uh, Brandy tomorrow on, uh, campfire discussions and we will see you guys next week right here at seven o'clock. You guys have a great week. See you next time. See you next time. Button keeps coming undone and all that type of stuff. <laughs> oh man.